Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills, so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep, up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit SpotPetIns.com sample-policy. Spot Pet Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. You will drain Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And here's an Us Weekly exclusive. Rob Thomas admits new album is inspired by Hallmark Christmas movies. Um, Before you do that, we do need to promote the live shows. Oh, right. Our live shows. We're going to be in Atlanta next week, Philadelphia, and D.C. Next week. Next week. Our first shows ever in Atlanta and Philly. So that's exciting for me. I can't wait. I also love those I can't cities, wait. so I can't wait to be in those cities. I love all of those cities. I love all the cities that we're going to. We're going to be in Minneapolis, then Chicago, then Detroit. Love all of those cities. And then we're going to be finished for 2021. DC has the potential to be our biggest show ever. Ever. It's surpassed that. It will be our biggest show ever I in terms of audience. I can't deal with that. And then also a reminder, if you want to buy the tour tee and you've been to a show, um, just send us a little private message and we'll give you the codes for $10 off so you can buy it online. Oh, yeah. But back to Rob Thomas admitting his new okay. album is inspired you by Hallmark Christmas act like Christmas I movies. dragged you away from this to promote our tour when, in fact, that is something that we need to be doing. But, yes, back to Rob Thomas. Go back to Rob Thomas. He, he is promoting his new Christmas album, his new solo Christmas album. There are some people in it. Like oh, my God. BB, Ingrid B.B. Winans is in it. Ingrid Michaelson is in it. Of course Abby she is. Abby Anderson is in it. Brad Paisley is in it. But it's mostly solo. It's called Something About Christmas Time. It's a lot of original work, plus a couple of old standbys. And he told Us Weekly that it's literally inspired by Hallmark movies because he loves watching them. He and his wife are obsessed. Quote, because I'm a Christmas geek, I'm a Hallmark movie <laughs> geek, and my wife is from Queens, so she is a Hallmark movie geek. And then because of that, I'm going to be in the Thanksgiving Day Parade on the Hallmark float. Oh, that that's what the Queens is, is about. Win. That's why he mentioned the Queens. That's a win. I gotta say, if you're going to parlay this thing all the way to the Thanksgiving Day Parade float, that's pretty good. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. That's right. They're like, we lost Lori Loughlin. We lost Danica McKellar. Guess what? We got Rob Thomas. God, that's so That's funny. fine. Rob Thomas. They broke even. I would have never guessed that Rob Thomas would have gotten to this point. But, you know, we learn new things every day. Rob Thomas, who are them? God, that's at this rough. Point? Yeah, kind of in a way. Matchbox mm-hmm. Thirty really hasn't had twenty, thirty. Twenty is that a joke? Was that no, a joke? No, honestly, that was just the top. That's just early. It's like ten a.m. No, Matchbox Twenty. Isn't there another Rob Thomas as well? 
Yeah, the writer of, of Veronica Mars, who is also right, like, still Veronica kind Mars of one, a yeah. who as well, aside from like in mm-hmm. the kind of industry of it all. Here's the question, though. Matchbox 20 with a 2-0, who are them, versus Matchbox 20 written out under a lowercase 20, T-W-E-N-T-Y, what? who are them? Do both, you think there's a difference? No. Remember when they switched? Both who's. They switched at one point. <laughs> both are both I mean, it's just uh, funny because Matchbox 20 music was like went kind of hard, you know? Kinda. Kinda. Right? Kind. It sure. went kind of hard. And now Rob Thomas is like, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year or whatever, you know? Yeah, I just love those. I love those like vaguely hard 90s girlies like Rob Thomas who like really chilled out in the 2000s where they, they were like, really actually, I'm quite, actually, I'm quite gentle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, well, you know, it was like it's the the Lannis Morris setting of of alternative yeah, rock. Yeah, exactly. Because their Lannis Morris exactly. set was like, yeah, I got one album that's like intense, but all my other albums not that intense. Or you know, yeah. she was like, I'm actually pretty zen. I'm actually pretty cool. A very great story that is not my story. It is my sister's. Our neighbor growing up um, was my sister's age, and they were really close friends. And they were going to go see a band in the in the mid '90s, and my <laughs> my neighbor Brandon. His mom, it could have been Matchbox 20. It was definitely like, this is circa 1996. They're leaving. Maybe Smashing Pumpkins is actually what it was. They asked, this is just a famous story in my in my family. Brandon's mom asked, what kind of music is it? And they both said alternative. And she goes, oh, you mean like lifestyle? <laughs> what? <laughs> she was ahead of oh, her time. Oh, you mean like lifestyle? I, she was ahead of her time. We're talking small town Texas woman very kindly asking, oh, you mean like lifestyle? Yeah, I'm like, oh, what? both of them are like, what? <laughs> what? No, you didn't even get to the fact that Rob Thomas's favorite Hallmark movie is something called The Most Wonderful Time of right, the I Year. Right, I forgot. Starring Henry, starring Henry Winkler. Winkler. And Brooke Burns. And someone who doesn't matter named Warren Christie, which is the doubly most Hallmark actor name I've ever heard. Jennifer Warren Cullen Christie. is a single working mom who is become somewhat of a Scrooge when it comes to the holiday season. Even her six-year-old son, Brian, is having trouble believing in Santa Claus. When Jen's uncle, Ralph, that's right, Henry Winkler, retired police officer, comes for Christmas, he brings along a new friend, a nomad and jack-of-all-trades named Morgan Derby. <laughs> Not a single mom being ridiculed by his by her cop uncle being like, you need to marry oh, a man. here's some <laughs> random guy I found on a plane named Morgan Derby. I don't approve of your alternative lifestyle raising this child alone. Oh my god, this Listen is to wild. Me. It's literally like Awful. Her, her uncle pimps her out to some random stranger. Great, I love this. <laughs> That's the spirit of Christmas, baby. And Rob Thomas is like, I love this. This is my favorite one. <laughs> also, I have to say liking Christmas is not the most unique feature, but, you know, it is a it is a uh, potentially money-making uh, personality trait. That's always, that's a big Hallmark movie trope too, where there's always like a dead parent. Always. And it'll be like, well, he he really loved Christmas. And so Christmas is special to me. It's like, yeah, we know. We know your dead father loved Christmas. I guess. Right, because like dead people always loved Christmas, you know? It, do, you I know. know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know what you're saying. Well, I was looking at his album. It's 10 tracks. He recorded it in the summer, which I think is funny. I love that Christmas albums have to be recorded in the dead of summer, just like all the time. That's just how release cycles and recording cycles work. But I saw this one. Track two is Doesn't Feel Like Christmas, parentheses, Sammy's song. Right. I was like, who's Sammy? Right. So I Googled Rob Thomas, Sammy. 
Can you guess who Sammy is? His kid, his wife, his crazy nope, uncle nope. Ralph. What? Nope. Nope. His his dog, his Pomeranian <laughs> that he loves. <laughs> That's cute. More like, man, it's a cold one. Am I, am I right? Oh my God, that's a great breaking news item. Lindsay watched the marathon yesterday. As I always and saw some who's to do. I love the marathon, and I always track the celebrities on my phone. And this year, I have to say, there were some really good ones. And you know, there are standard people who always run the marathon. Like um, Christy Turlington always runs it. Like that's fun, and you mm-hmm. see Christy Turlington. Like, oh, okay, Christy Turlington. Christy and, Turlington like, burns. I think, like, Christy Willie, Turlington burns. Willie, sorry, sorry, Ed Burns. Uh, and then Willie Geist ran it, but like that's kind of boring. He's like oh. local, you know, kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there was like a uh, catfish host we don't speak of. He ran it. Don't care. He ran it last year as well. But this year was kind of exciting because you had multiple Bachelor people running, which um, <laughs> Bobby's friend Lauren was like, came just for the Bachelor people and then left. She was like, she's like, I'm here to see Matt, Tyler, Tasha, Zach, and then I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> she sent me a video of her high-fiving Tyler. She did. And... And then I texted Lindsay, Lauren just texted me a video of her high-fiving Tyler. And Lindsay was like, yeah, I watched it happen. I was too <laughs> nervous. I was too nervous to high-five. Well, I was like, for, okay, well, it was so funny. Running the marathon is such a difficult thing. Like, people are focused, right? Like, some people have their names written on their, uh, you know, outfits. And you yell their names and they look at you and they smile. Or You know, it's like, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it is... It's one of those things, though, where I'm like, how do you – you can't acknowledge the, the crowd the whole time. You have to focus on, like, running the marathon. It is genuinely right. difficult. But when I tell you these two showboats, Tyler Cameron and Matt James, were literally just, like, slapping hands, running sideways, laughing, cheering, smiling. It was like – I was like, you guys have to run, like, 40 more miles or whatever. Like, this is not a joke. <laughs> you sent me the their final times, and they were just – neck and neck the entire time like they were broing out the entire run yeah because it was literally like the like Bella twins a PR stunt hmm? I mean it was you know PR stunt as far as they ran the marathon together they knew that they're like a package deal Tasha and Zach also ran it together they were like a little further behind because they started later but like it was like a whole f- running the marathon was like a whole fucking showboat I also kept thinking what it, it would really suck to be somebody running near Matt James and like you would stop essentially I would stop oh. I'd be like I'm stopping and like <laughs> you guys can like get ahead of me and then like I will continue to run Matthew James finished the race in five hours two minutes and 23 seconds Tyler Cameron finished the race in five hours two minutes and 16 seconds that's like fine oh that timing is fine I don't know anything about the timing. What other celebs were it. running the marathon yesterday that I saw? Oh, uh, Abby Wambach, who was who was Abby registered Wambach. under her given name Mary, so had to find her. That was fun. I didn't. I missed him, but apparently Pilot Pete. Speaking of Bachelor, ran the marathon. Pete Weber. Wow! Wow! Could have uh, looked him up. Your cousin. Him. My Your cousin. cousin. Shout out to a hooligan named Meg who ran the marathon. We saw her. Oh, that was congrats. exciting, and it was just a great day and I recommend if you ever watch the marathon in New York you look up to see what who's are running because it just really adds an extra like you know it's exciting <laughs> it's really exciting a marathon is 26.2 miles now you run one mile I run one mile I'm ready to pass out you know just ready to pass out go to bed for the week 
I've always um, been intrigued by the marathon runner for their stamina physically and also mentally. I kind of relate life to a marathon. Life is long, it's hard, has a lot of obstacles, a lot of ups and downs. It's challenging. The marathon is one of the most physically and mentally challenging things you could do. The last time we talked about Libby McGrawby, she had a, a very problematic before. party. Yes, she had the problematic party at Art Basel last year. During Art Basel, a lot of the socialites went, like, and it's always in November-ish of, of the year. So this was around this time last year. We were not vaccinated. We were still very nervous. It the was winter spike was a common. Pretty dangerous to be doing parties. something like this. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. But she is like an art, an art friend. You know, like she married a, an art gallery, an art uh, collector billionaire. Um, and that there's a whole divorce issue that's going on. Her husband, David, David Mugrabi, their divorce is messy. She's kind of nuts. He's so rich that, of course, the divorce is, you know, getting a lot of page six coverage just because they're wealthy people. But she's getting her own legal trouble separate from her husband right now because she started a line of accessories. That's hideous, by the way. Like one of the main things that she sells um, on her website are these trucker hats that are like glitter wording on the hats some of them say like divorcee they'll say like gaslighting happily divorced what did it say like sexy divorcee or something but the main one that people sexy have an issue divorcee with or something she has hats she has trucker hats that say wait let me just scroll down and read them she has trucker hats that say divorcee glam bougie and gaslighting yes and these are all for sale on her website, LibbyLove.com. I mean, these hats are hideous, but what do I know? I'm not an art collector. Maybe they are pretty. I just don't know. The point is she used the, what looks like the exact same font to spell out her name on her hat, which is Libby, L-I-B-B-I-E, as the brand of canned fruit Libby's uses in their very old uh, and copyrighted trademark logo. So Libby's... The pumpkin can brand, Low Bosworth's favorite brand of pumpkin itself, has sued Libby McGrabby for stealing their logo. Um, and it's kind of a big deal. This lawsuit is like really, page six got all of the, the uh, documents. And it says this, which I love, Libby's use of a confusingly similar imitation of the trademark of Libby's brand is likely to cause confusion, deception, and mistake by creating the false and misleading impression that Libby's products are manufactured or distributed by Libby's brand or are affiliated, connected, or associated with Libby's brand or have the sponsorship, endorsement, or approval of Libby's brand. Libby Mugrabi's lawyer <laughs> I love fought back legal. and says, <laughs> so I love this, Libby Mugrabi's lawyer released a statement that says, Stores like Bergdorf and H&M do not routinely stock canned pineapple on their clothes racks. Wait, she said canned pineapple instead of pumpkin? Canned pineapple. <laughs> Future Lindsay here to say that Libby's does indeed sell chunk pineapple, all natural fruit packed in fresh pineapple juice. We were wrong. We thought they only sold pumpkin. In fact, they sell pineapple. They also sell canned fish, canned meat, canned vegetables, ketchup and tomato tropical fruits, sauces and condiments, mac and cheese, 
Ugh, it's not just pumpkin. It's not just pumpkin. Didn't she also represent herself in this uh, in this case? Or maybe just in the divorce case? In the divorce case, she represented herself. In the divorce case, she represented herself. In this one, she has a legal team. It I gotta says her say side. I'm team Libby McGrabby because it's like, truly, who's going to know the difference? Like, she is not, <laughs> she really is not parrot. She, first of all, she doesn't know what's in the can, you know? She's not out here being like, I'm selling bags that look like pumpkin cans, but they say Libby with an IE instead of Libby with a Y. Mm-hmm. It is extra funny though that her Libby with an IE has a trademark sign next to it because it's specifically not <laughs> trademarked you know and Libby's has the restricted logo on the bottom right so what's who were then trademark logo well I was gonna say what's the fucking dunnier? difference trademark logo or restricted um I gotta say trademark I feel like trademark goes back further or is more iconic restricted we love but we don't even know what that is well, I am reading from a website called Trademark Now. What's the difference between TM and R? Yeah, tell me. And it says the TM symbol can generally be used by any person or business to indicate oh that a particular God. word, phrase, or logo is intended to serve as an identifier for the source or the product or service. You do not have to have registered a trademark to use it, and many companies will opt to use the TM symbol for new goods or services in advance of and during the application process. <gasps> oh, it's process. literally like we so haven't the done R the work symbol yet. That's is so registration. Funny. You've done the work. TM to me connotes laziness. To me connotes so an early brand. So technically TM is who and R is them if we're talking about yes, just the actual yes. steps of things. Libby's did the work. Libby's is like, we're out here. We only have one time of year that we're relevant, so please let us shine. And Libby Mugrabi <laughs> is like, I don't give a shit. TM is hilarious. I'm just leaving it on here and I'm not doing anything else. Well, Libby's, the food company, has been around since 1869. The logo has changed a little bit, but it's always been this version of like a cursive thing. Shout out Lo Bosworth for promoting that pumpkin can. And then on Twitter, even though it's been deleted, saying she eats it from the can. Never forget, pumpkin can isn't even fully pumpkin. I know it's squash. Mostly squash. Canned pumpkin is mostly squash. It's usually... Squash. Yeah, but you, have you it. ever like tried Everyone tells you this every to year. get the pumpkin out of pumpkin? It's really difficult. It doesn't surprise me that pumpkin can is mostly squash for that reason, you know? Mm-hmm. Sifting yeah. through the seeds and the blech to get the pumpkin out of the pumpkin is like really quite a chore. Yeah. As and we I'm fine know. with diluting things. I'm oh, fine you with are? diluting things. Well, that's the whole well, that I like the issue squash. <laughs> Remember the... Me too. And I have... Because I've there are some fall recipes that I like. There's specifically a, a really delicious uh, pumpkin biscotti that I make every year. Oh, okay. It's great to dip in my java, uh-huh. and it doesn't use the full can of pumpkin. And when I have a little pumpkin left, I'll eat it with a spoon, knowing full well that you it is will? mostly squash. Yeah, it's tasty. Oh, okay, I'll go. You know, you know, maybe just a couple of bites. Wow, it's okay, low bows worth. Um, What's next? Suppositories. Also, also <laughs> she sells suppositories. Also, guacamole. I have no problem with diluting it with peas. Avocados are expensive. Oh, don't and it's you, kind of hard to get right. If you say fucking pea, it's fine. Pea guacamole on it's this fine. podcast, I'm canceling you. Back. Let's get back to Libby McGrabby. It's fine. No, I don't. Well, want I think to talk we're done with Libby McGrabby. Really? The strangest thing. Well, I saw this story from last year, and we were not covering this at the time, but it said Libby McGrabby and Mighty Duck star Brock Pierce hit the Hamptons. She was briefly seen dating this guy who is a Bitcoin billionaire. No, but and more importantly, like, he's first kid. He's first kid. The film he is first kid first from kid. first kid. <laughs> I was like, why are you calling him the Mighty Duck Star? It's first kid from first what kid. What year did first kid come out? That's a very specific time and place that that one. I believe it was 1996. Mm, okay. Oh, classic. Yes. Sinbad. Yeah, 1996. Sinbad first 1996 kid. is a very important year for me. Just a good movie year. Oh, a great movie okay. Year. I was like, what happened? Yeah, okay. Good movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
What happened? I saw great movies. Like, the whole fucking year, I saw great movies. You kidding? What happened? <laughs> First kid happened. First kid. First kid. First kid. This was the one where Sinbad was the... What he was, was like he? the Secret Service agent. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Of course. Sure, of course. Lindsay, look at this. 1996 in film. Popular 1996 movies. Oh, not Fear. This. <laughs> Scream. Romeo and Juliet. Happy Gilmore. The Kenneth Branagh Hamlet. The Mirror Has Two Faces. Twister. Swingers. Daylight. Fargo. I could go on. Really, that thing you do. So you were just like literally having the time of your life out here. I was having the time of Did my life. Did you see First Lindsay. Kid in the run of those classics though? Uh, I didn't see it in theaters. I rented it. I remember being very excited when it came out. Oh my God, Marvin's Room. Okay. Not me out here being like, Mom, Dad, take me to Marvin's Room. <laughs> they didn't. You will not be going into Marvin's Room. <laughs> they didn't. The First Wives Club set it off. Matilda. Okay. Oh my all right, God. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. What a fucking year. I'm telling you. All right. I'm telling you. Secret Service agent Sam Sims has a style all his own. Sam's, what is that? This is a black tie affair. I know, sir, I got a cover. I'm black, and I'm wearing a tie. But now, he's facing his most dangerous assignment, protecting himself no! from the president's son. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. <laughs> Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, might? Uh, 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 uh. You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's, everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time and it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because it's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Moving on. <sighs> and Dowd and Jamila Jamil did 25 Things You Don't Know About Me in the past two. week. Back. Shout out the screenshot that says three hours ago. Some Whoever put this in here got the <laughs> scoop. <laughs> These are a great back and forth because it truly is 25 Things We Don't Know About Her followed by Jamila Jamil's things that either we already knew about her or things that aren't true. <laughs> but let's begin with And Dowd. 25 things you don't know about me. Like, I could not be convinced that, they, that these aren't any more true. Like, these are the truest things I've ever read about Ann Dowd, and Jamila's are the opposite, which is, like, kind of a both funny. Of, both of these women are who's, right? Yes. <sighs> yeah. I think Ann Dowd's whole thing is that she's a character actor who And people has mix never her up with break. Margot Martindale still, even though yes. both of them have been doing, like, iconic things over the past five years, no doubt. Mm -hmm. Jamila Jamila is uh, tough. She's a who. She's a who. They're both who's. But Ann Dowd's, my favorite things. Here's number 11. I love to paint rooms and decorate them without anyone else chiming in, which is... <laughs> what? <laughs> which is like vaguely threatening. It's vaguely Handmaid's Tale. It's like, you better not fucking chime in after Ann Dowd paints and decorates rooms. 
She doesn't want your I'm opinions. not chiming in. I'm not chiming in. What if Ann Dowd's like in my house painting my room in like some awful color and just I can't even chime in. You back in. up. You shut the door. You let her finish. Like go get a coffee somewhere. Wait for her to be done. Then you can go back inside. <laughs> she has, she claims imminent domain. Anminent domain. Anminent Dowdmain. Bye. Okay, no. When she claims Anminent Dowdmain, you have to get out of the house. Anminent Dowdmain. Anminent Dowdmain. She's in your house. She's painting. Leave her be. Leave her be. Uh, I just imagine Ann Dowd coming into the room being like, I'm claiming Anminent Dowdmain and then just like <laughs> ripping a huge fart. <laughs> I don't know why that was. But she's also holding pink hands and like brushes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out. Part of, the, part of the process. This room's going to be magenta. Number, I so decree. <laughs> numbers four through ten really are quite a run. It really brings you through it's an amazing. emotional um, journey. Shout out to, I got to say mostly, whoever from Us Weekly curated these is the actual like star of this, you know? Because you know yeah. these came from within long paragraphs about nothing. They had to pull out the gems, <sighs> right? Should we read them back and yeah. forth? I know we texted about this, but... Um, uh, yeah. Karen Gans on podcast, yeah. the New York Times Music Podcast podcast was talking about how much she loves the Halsey album and how it's her album of the year. And one of the her little mini rants is about how important she finds sequencing. She's always impressed by sequencing of yes, albums. Yes, and yes, I was yes, thinking yes. about this when I was reading this because I was like, the ordering of these particular yes, I these love specific seven, the sequencing. it's ordered so well. Yes, whenever so I read a 25 we'll things, I think, mm, how's the sequencing? <laughs> mm-hmm. Four, I once ran away from kindergarten. Five, I kicked the principal when she came after me. Six, I love cacti. Seven, thrift shops thrill me. Eight, I still don't understand social media. Nine, as a kid, I once stole my friend's bike out of her garage. Ten, I told her mother to, quote, look the other way when she asked me what I was doing. Once again, Ann Minnett Dowdmain. <laughs> I can't understand why they split up the two children. Like, it's like she went to the kindergarten thing and right? the bike thing got split up between cacti, thrift shops, and I don't understand social media. It's a fault. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know. It's a, a callback. It's a, it's a false reprieve. It's saying like, oh, you think her crazy town experiences are over? It's, no, no, no. We're right back to crazy town. It's a false reprieve. <laughs> Childhood. We got you. Revisited. Us? Who wrote this? Um, Yana. Yana Grabenyuk. Yana Grabenyuk at Us Magazine. You she did are a, great job a legend. Anyways. Meanwhile, Jamil we had Jamil's Nicole. 25 things that you don't know about me because they might not be true is really a run for your life <laughs> situation. Nah. You pointed this out, but I, I, I love this. You were like, all of these I believe to be lies except number 21 because it's about how she lied. Yeah. Number 21 is, I once lied that I could DJ and got booked to perform for Elton John, so I had so I had one week that to teach myself. That is true. That is definitely true. And she has talked about it before. On Conan, she said, And I was telling her how much I enjoyed the music, and we started talking about music, and she said, you know, do you DJ? And I was like, because I'm a sociopath. <laughs> Yes, I do. And, you, and had, she, you had never done it before. No, and because this woman books all the biggest events in London, she was like, oh my God, I need a DJ next week for Elton John's birthday party. <laughs> and I said, yes. Mm -hmm. um, this one, and I, Timmy very rightfully pointed out that 
The problem with Jimmy LeJamil's, apart from the fact that a lot of these are easily provable lies, the, the problem with Jimmy LeJamil's 25 Things You Don't Know About Me is that we knew a lot of these things already. She talks about these things like ad nauseum. I care you know? so much like, less about the like v- verifying these to be true or not than I do the fact she's just repeating herself. Like I go back up to Ann Dowd. Sure. Uh, I love cacti is not the most thrilling thing, but did I know it? No. It follows the prompt. I did not know that Ann Dowd loves cacti, right? I didn't know that. Did I know? Did I know that Jamila Jamila had her first kiss at 21? Yes, because she tells anyone who'll listen. She's been telling that story for years she and years and years. She has told the story. And a lot of these, she is going for this like storytelling thing about, and she's repeating herself. And Dowd, mm-hmm. did I know she uh, thrift shops uh, thrill her? No, I didn't know that. That's new to me. Did I know she stole her friend's bike out of her garage no. and then threatened the friend's mother? No, I didn't know that. Why would I know that? We need new material is what we're saying here. That's that's above all the most important. You can say whatever you want. I just need to be new. Speaking of sociopaths, here's something about psychopaths. Um, <laughs> are those related or are we just, uh, we're think, just, okay. In terms of paths, pa- paths. Think, speaking of pathology, path. here's another one. I mean, I'm getting I'm getting sociopath vibes from Ann Dowd's 25 things as well. But I think something special about hers is that she's not out here calling herself a sociopath. <laughs> you know, she's just like yeah. describing various sociopathic behavior. Totally. Um, anyway, how Kristen Cavallari gets it done. It's a column, a regular column on the cut, how I get it done. What's Kristen it? Cavallari did one. It? Yeah. What isn't it? Okay. Kristen Cavallari does so much. But what is it? You know? When I'm... She's a mom. She has to deal with her terrible ex. She has to deal with divorce rumors and dating rumors. She's starting up. She has a business on Common James. She's very busy. She's very, very busy. I'm just saying, like, I just... She's ignoring phone calls from Lowe. Yeah. You know what I think? That Kristen Cavallari puts Lowe as in her phone? Scam likely. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, pumpkin can lady. No, scam likely. <laughs> scam likely. She puts low in as like the New York blood center, you know, like it just goes right to voicemail. <laughs> Sorry, they do not stop calling once you give them blood. They do not stop calling. They, they are don't. literally out for blood. <laughs> I said they don't as though I'm aware, I'm familiar with this. I'm not. <laughs> mm, they don't. I'm agreeing with you. All right. Um, back to Chris and Cavalier. How does she do it? Whatever it is, I still don't know. So we have, you know, on a typical morning, she talks about, you know, she wakes up, she lifts weights, she makes eggs, she deals with her kids, and then it says she deals with self-doubt and criticism. There's a um, paragraph about that. On the hardest part of the job, there's a paragraph about, like, HR complaints. On keeping stress levels low, she's like, sleep, working out. Every celebrity says the same thing. On the advice she'd give her younger self, she's like just enjoy your life while you have it. Like she was always preoccupied with getting older. She's like, no, enjoy your life in the moment. Then at the end, this is paragraph one, two, three, four, five, six on winding down in the evening. Again, you got to read the whole story because the last line of this is par- the part that took me out. I'm not, on but winding thank you down for in reading the evening, it for me. I make dinner every night. We always eat together as a family, but I'm so exhausted at the end of the day, I go to bed at like 8, 9, 15. In my perfect world, I would take a bath, but I couldn't even tell you the last time I took a bath. I have an infrared sauna in my house, and having a good sweat and just putting some calming music on and closing my eyes and laying there is always really nice. Okay, we're still going three sentences left. If I really can't fall asleep or something, reading always helps. I just finished The Psychopath Test, which is a really interesting book. It made me realize that I know a lot more psychopaths than I thought I did. End of story. This is where it ends. I was like, what? Incredible. Huh? That patented Kristen Cavallari jab right at the end when you didn't expect it. <laughs> she stabs you right in the heart by saying she thinks you're a psychopath. 
No, she stabs you in the heart at the beginning, and then at the very end, she twists. And it's like, by the way, you're a psychopath. <laughs> twist, twist. I mean, to be fair, this girl. To be fair, this girl went to high school with Lo- with Lauren and and Spencer Pratt and Heidi. Like, I mean, I don't know if they went to high school. I think Heidi came later. But you know what I mean. This is like she knows a lot of. She does know a lot of psychopaths, and I could name a few of them. Right. This I found vaguely related. Shay Mitchell did a Vogue Beauty Secrets video. Mm-hmm. Shay Mitchell, know her, another who. We actually haven't talked about her in a, in a minute. She's Pre Little Liars, and she was on You uh, first season and the first season other stuff. She's lo- I gotta say it's funny. She's Shay Mitchell, famously Canadian. Shay Mitchell, okay. Shay Mitchell is the girly who always pops up in all of these videos. Meaning, like every magazine when they just invent a new video format, like show me your house, show me your butt, show me your face, show me your nails, show me your you know like show me your routine, like, show me your quiz. What do you what do you eat in a day? Quiz what do you music, do your quiz skin? me this, quiz me that. Who are your best friends? Like, interview your best friend. She does all of them. Like she does mm-hmm. every single one of them. So if there's a new format, I guess they call it a form like a format for a video. I know that Shay Mitchell will eventually be doing this video, right? So she mm-hmm. did her beauty routine for Vogue. And when we tell you it is a lot of steps, it's not even an exaggeration. That's a lot of steps. We're not talking. I mean, how many steps is your beauty routine at night, Bobby, if you had two. to guess? Two? Like two. God, that's such like a man like- answer. It's like wash my face. I have I it used to be bigger and when when I made my beauty routine longer, when I was putting more shit on my face, when my I was dealing with acne, my skin, and I will not say this because the problem is you say shit like this and I'm not in any way of saying that this is universal. My skin suffered when I put more crap on okay, it. Okay, so you my have, skin is better when I put less okay, crap on so it. Okay, so yes, yours is two. I would say mine yes. ranges, depending on how lazy I am, from three to six. Shay Mitchell's beauty routine and i think this is not even good before she goes to bed this is when she wakes up in the morning so to be fair it's mm-hmm. a little different it's 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 morning it is 58 <laughs> steps long hi guys shay mitchell here i'm going to take you through my skincare routine and my everyday makeup look there are quite a few steps so stick with me and each step implies a product right like 58 is 58 yeah. products and she's here to tell you those products because the YouTube comments, like the YouTube, um, not the comments, the YouTube description, when you when you click it to expand oh, it, it has all the products. It has all the products, links, all the products. Well, I'm just links, like, I don't want to read all these, but and I'm not going to read the brands, but I'm just going to read you like what it, what we're dealing with here: serum, ice roller, hydrogels, pepti- uh, face gel, face mask, mask, another mask, another mask, another mask, roller, mask, another mask, gel cream, serum, and some stone, a wand. Eye treatment, eat ointment, serum, SPF, lip repair, moisturizer, spray, foundation, concealer, something with shading and illuminating, tape concealer, creamy <laughs> concealer, beauty blender, <laughs> setting powder, bronzer, uh, blush, uh, eye pencil, spiking glue, I guess for eyebrows, eyeshadow palette, lash curler, volumizing mascara, adhesive, lash adhesive, highlighter, some kind of brush, pressed powder, lip liner, lip gloss, high gloss, and Finally, perfume. Mm-hmm. I... Yes, I am <laughs> glorious eau de parfum spray. After 58 that's steps, so many steps, that's half the day. What are you even going to go do now? You lost the day. You lost the sunlight. It, we did... She opened... We did... Uh, we ju- we, uh, we lost an hour and you've wasted it all. <laughs> you've wasted it all. Oh, my God. She opens by saying, there are quite a few steps, so stick with me. It's a good video. She's 
compelling. She's a compelling figure. I just hope that um, nobody watches and thinks this is normal. I mean, I, I think I don't know if you think it would be normal. I don't know. She. I just it hurts me because you're right. Like less can be more, and this might be a whole face. This might be a whole makeup look, but it's also just yeah. like exhausting to think you'd do 58 steps every day. There's no way. Yeah. And like, I don't want to try to relate to her. Like, my job is not to look like that. Like, I don't have to be camera ready at all times the oh, way that Shay Mitchell does. Oh, God. But, am I right? Oh, my goodness. It was funny. We talked about That's this on our live show podcast, in Boston last week. Am I right? And, <laughs> I never, we never do video. Also, you yeah, don't want to record. We really We've like, never done we it video. We don't really like it. No. I mean, I, I mean, we don't have to. I like, I'm like we could like I we could, but it's like adds an extra level of like just something we're not skilled in doing. We're skilled in doing this, you know, like that's why this is good. And I don't think that would be specifically podcaster work from home privileges. Anytime we do have to be on like a Zoom or a meeting, uh, I'll be like, can we not do video? Can we just do audio? <laughs> and nine times out of ten, they're like, oh yeah, that's fine. I'm like, I just rather not. <laughs> I can do this like this can be a call. I can you don't do need to like see my from face. the neck up. No problem. Put me on a video. Give me five minutes to get ready. I can figure it out. But if we're doing the rest, it's just gonna be a whole to do. It's gonna stress me mm-hmm. out for all the whole week. I know. Well, I don't have time. To, I'm gonna have to do my 58 steps before I'm video ready. I'm just like, <laughs> what? And minute down main. No. <laughs> Annie coming in and just like, <laughs> give me five. I have a paint paint can. <laughs> She paints you blue, like. <laughs> right. I got my can. No, I've got a new idea. I've got a new concept for your face, Shay. That's not even what she sounds like. What are we thinking? What okay. does Ann Dowd sound like? We don't even know. She's there. It's it's high, It's higher pitch than what we're giving. Her. Okay, fine. Well, I think this is a dream, you know. Um. I know it's an actor's dream, and I'm deeply grateful to you. I've been acting for um, a long time, and. That this should happen now, I, I don't have the words, so I thank you. Uh, the Handmaid's Tale, Margaret Atwood. Thank you, Margaret. Bruce Miller. Warren Littlefield, thank you. And Hulu, and they're very lovely, Hulu. And, <laughs> and MGM. Uh, Lizzie, you're here in the front row, I think. Uh, I love you, doll. My beautiful cast and all who were nominated. Um, I wouldn't have a career if my manager, Marsha McManus, hadn't been in my life. She gave me a chance when I couldn't put two sentences together. And that was many years ago. Gary Gersh is my agent. He's very lovely and smart. I thank you. Innovative. You know. It was like 70-something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed, or in my Pull case, under the bed. your linens, sweeties. The lin- it's, time- it's linen season, honey. Oh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh. And it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. You and know. you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By 
by partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to I you. I hate middlemen. I and hate Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. Aloe Yoga had their 2021 winter house event and it lasted aloe. four days. I think it's aloe. Aloe Yoga. All, aloe yoga and the the irony or i don't know the, the if you haven't seen aloe yoga it's most kind of peculiar the new, part about this it's kind of the new lululemon i would say in terms of like where we're what space we're occupying here mm-hmm. girls it's very hooey at this point they're trying to make it themy i'd never heard of it until this oh really mm-hmm, I'd never unfortunately heard of it. you have to like look at some butts to see the logos like you have A to if boobies. you saw the if you saw the logos either everywhere but they had their winter house event Obsessed with this. It's also the name of a Bravo show, but that's fine. Famously, that famously doesn't ever look like this in Los Angeles. <laughs> Which I guess is sort of the point because then they can make this like, you know, very traditional winter no, wonderland. They don't even in want it to be. Building space. Well, that's the thing is aloe yoga clothing isn't cold, isn't warm. So they can't have an aloe yoga wet event in cold weather or else they'd have to cover up the aloe yoga clothing that they are wearing. Like most of these photos are people balancing on each other, which is like, great, they're doing very complicated <laughs> yoga. Like that's the, that's the reveal. So to have a winter house event in an actual winter house, that would not work for many reasons. Like you can't cover the leggings. You can't cover the sports bra. Lucy Hale showed up in a puffer jacket and like I'm pretty sure it was 75 in Los Angeles. And I have to say shout out to Lucy Hale for being like you're calling it winter, I'm cosplaying winter, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. She's always down. She's all she's great in a room. She's great in a room as we say and she's great in the winter house. Aloe yoga's um, like pitch for this event is like the same as like somebody in LA when it drops like to 60 being like oh it's cold today right it's pretty cold I'm cold right Mm -hmm. well they were also celebrating their holiday 21 jackets and coats collection so I think that's why she was wearing they have jackets and coats but she's down yes that's what the that's what the event was for Uh, it was showing off their jackets and coats fucking color me wrong I just I or color me wrong. What does that even mean? Uh, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I'm wrong. Other people who were other people who were there. Liana Liberato, Sailor Brinkley, <laughs> Sailor Brinkley Cook, Indiana Massara, Riley Lewis, and the ladies of Latin group Ella Dose, Jennifer Hernandez, Brianna Leah, Melanie Rivera, and Tace Rodriguez. And they said it's a winter wonderland filled with wellness activations, ice skating, aloe massages, daily morning yoga. Because again, this was four days. Nightly sound four bath Four days again, because this they was had to four stay days. there. And, no, they went home. And well, came no, back. they could come back. Okay. I don't mean. I don't think it was. I don't think it's a cult. Is it a cult? No, I mean, did like, is it a hotel? Like, did they have to stay there? No, they didn't have to stay there. But they also had snow-filled photo moments. So you can see a lot of the celebs I there. found um, an aloe write-up about this event, and it had a little bit more of uh, kind of knowable names. I mean, we're not talking up from who's, but uh, you might know some of these people. It's not every day you get Joy Corrigan, Josie Canseco, Chantel Jeffries in a pool together, or sit between Victoria Justice and Madison Reed for a soothing sound bath. And then they said, <laughs> while we spent many days dreaming about being in the studio again, we can't say we ever envisioned a studio pack with, with a TikTok fam. A round of boxing with Charlie Jordan and Taylor Holder. A clean beauty spa sesh next to Tessa Brooks and Madison Lewis. This definitely beats our wildest <laughs> post-pandemic dreams. It is funny is... to write something like this and then the names are just like gibberish. 
you know? I mean, I'm still shook by Liana Liberato. <laughs> Did you read... Um... Between almost spilling our amass, amass cocktail on Janelle Parrish and keeping focus on Ashley Galvin's power sculpt class while the Selling Sunset crew walked in, we're endlessly grateful for the experience. We're also beyond grateful for the Skin Witch's facial, which kept us calm, cool, and collected during a star-studded five days at Aloe House. Amongst a group of the fave people we've loved from afar the past year, Aloe House attendees also debuted an epic new Aloe goodies that have never looked so dang good. Tinks debuted the Captivate Crop Shorts... Okay, I can't read this anymore sorry i can't, I read can't this do anymore. this anymore i can't read this anymore but the descriptions the that, of the of what they did at this event is pretty funny to me yeah the my favorite part of the event was there was a photo of the girlies holding this drink that i'd never seen before and i was like what is this drink this is this like cactus water again like what is this yeah. it's called mad tasty and so i was like well i gotta know what this drink is that all the girlies are holding and I found the Mad Tasty website, and it said Mad Tasty shines a light on the mental and physical benefits provided by the super plant hemp in a reflect in a refreshing and creative way. So in my mind, I instantly knew I was, you know, smart enough to know that this was probably created by a who. So I was like, was this created by Lucy Hale? Was this created by um, uh, Josie Canseco? Maybe Chantel Jeffries? Like, was it one of the girlies that I saw here? Yeah. No. The creator of Mad Tasty Hemp Water is none other than Ryan Tedder. Hemp water? Ryan Tedder. Hemp water? Really? Ryan Tedder. Yeah. Really? Hemp yeah. water? Okay. In case you forgot, he is the who who was at the forefront of the um, group One Republic. He's the producer who. Kind of vaguely yeah, of the them, yeah. but we'll keep him at a who for this hemp water bullshit. He recently made, we didn't talk about this, but he, um, Did he like climb sold his entire cat. No, he sold his entire catalog to a private equity firm. I don't understand how this works. Actually, I would say call in and explain what this no. actually means, but I really don't know that I care. He sold his entire catalog to the U.S. private equity for private equity firm KKR for two hundred and seventy-six million dollars. Oh, God, great! So this guy is rich. So he, he doesn't a need a hemp water brand. What's he doing with hemp water? I guess just satiating Making the more thirst. Money. You know. He needs creative fulfillment now that he's really not like he's he's maxed out on music. I mean, this really just doesn't get old. After finding some Zen and Bend and yoga class taught by Andrew Seeley or blowing off some steam with Koopa James at the punching bags, guests replenished at Wellness Bar with jam-packed fridge of Erwan, Kin, and Ali Pop, to name a few of our faves. After refueling, they headed to the hydration station equipped with IV drip and B12 shots. <laughs> I feel like I would have a ball there, to be honest. For as much as I'm rolling my eyes, like, I would have, I would spend a really fun, like, jam-packed 12 hours there. Would you? I'd have the time of my life, Would I you take part one day, in yeah. card initiative and crystal readings? Would you, well, how about, like, acupuncture? They have acupuncture yeah, practice. when in Rome. Would you yeah. crave a balance of energy and do a private Reiki session? Would you yes. join all round-the-clock yoga flows with Natasha Marie and hit workouts with Ashley Galvin or acro yoga yes. sessions on the lawn with John Ree? Yes, I would. You know why? This is the this is my favorite thing to do in LA, yeah. which is be indoors. You would love being indoors. There are no there are no windows in this. You would also because they have to make it look like it's winter. The cosplay of cold weather in LA. You'd be like, I know. <laughs> Finally, Los Angeles is bearable at the Aloe Winter House. You'd be like, incredible. They've closed all the windows and made they turned the AC up to. <laughs> Cool. I'm going to literally start going to Los Angeles once a year just during the Aloe Winter House because it's the only time that oh I can God, bear the city and then I'll us. see all of our friends. Please I'll see all of our us. friends just that week. 
well, you know, I'm going to be there for the Aloe Winter House, so I can see if I can work in a couple hours to see you. I would walk in. Like, okay. I would walk in, grab a hemp, hemp water, and get a B12 shot and just peace out. That's my, that would be my, that would be my You're strategy. leaving? <laughs> I'm getting Reiki by some, I'm getting Reiki by Lucy Hale. You're leaving already? What? Okay. It's also funny, out of all of these things you could do, Lucy Hale got her ear pierced. Where was that? <laughs> okay. Well, I actually have to do this. I should probably do it next year because I feel like any minute now, Ann Dowd's going to claim Ann Minute Dowd, Maine and just make it a summer house. She's like, no, this is summer now. I see this as summer. I'm putting in windows, painting it yellow. But funny (laughs) enough, there actually is a Bravo show called Winter House that's a spinoff of the show Summer House. You know what Summer House Mm -hmm. is. They go to the Hamptons and Mm -hmm. like yell at each other for all summer. Now there's a Winter House, but it's only- Just on weekends, though. Just on weekends. I know. But the Winter House is only 12 days long. It's even stupider. It's like they go on a 12-day trip with a bunch of chaos people from various shows. And I was like, do they even ski? Like, are they skiing? That seems like a distraction from like the time they could be yelling at each other. And the answer is, yes, they go ski ski during the day a thing i'll never do see i like um simulated no. i like real winter but i do not like skiing I'm, i will never ski again in my life what about snowboarding i will say no, for no. you skiing and snowboarding you, if you fall you have a lot farther to fall than most yeah and i did not learn to ski or snowboard when i was young so i i never got used to I it i agree and my center of gravity is like way too high. what is that low way too low high. so i'm just like tipping is it high it's well, high. you're high up, so you you want a low no, center. I'm of, the tree. You want a low center of gravity to like snowboard or surf or ski. You kind of want to be squatting a little bit, right? I have final destination vision to my death. Yeah. If like the moment I put on a pair of right. skis again, like I will like tunnel vision through my eyes yeah. and smash visions right into Visions of Sunny Bono, unfortunately, just flash before no, you. Visions of n- plenty of people. This is not just Sunny Bono. This happens, Lindsay. This happens. Great. So, okay, so you can go to Winter House in LA, but you can't go to the actual Winter House on Bravo. Good to know. We've, no. Great. No, 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 no. Next no. year, please invite us. We would love to take part in this event, and I'd love to meet Lucy Hale. Finally, I've been dying to meet Lucy Hale. This is this is a great episode because there's not a ton of relationship news, and the relationship news that does exist is pretty stupid and funny, including Jonah Hill's matching sweatshirts with girlfriend Sarah Brady is proof that cozy season is in full swing. I do love this couple because their thing that they have in common is surfing, and I love the idea of surfing, even though I have yet to surf. I will surf one day soon, but I have yet to surf. I won't. Okay, great. <laughs> yet again, head injuries. You don't think you can get a head injury surfing? The board is going to plop okay, up. Okay, stop head. saying I'm that. I'm a big surfer. Stop bleed. it. I love to surf. Jonah Hill and his girlfriend live in Malibu. They live a surf lifestyle. It's pretty zen. There was like a profile about him recently where he was like, I literally am living my best life. I wake up. I surf. Whatever. I love my dog. Mm-hmm. I love my girlfriend. Um, so this headline is funny, but it is funny that they're calling this cozy season, which is again. Again, Los Angeles. Oh, you live in LA. Like, I don't think you get to participate in cozy season, right? No. You say no. no. You say you no. Don't. We're going to have people who are mad like, at you don't us get for to this. Like, yeah. You don't get to have like Haiga vibes in Los Angeles. I'm sorry. Haiga? No. Oh, like like HGG. HGG. Yeah. You don't think they get to have that? It's too hot. No, you don't get to do that. Even and in also Malibu? also cozy vibes. They were just wearing matching like turquoise crew neck sweaters they were just wearing it sweaters. wasn't even like they were in it wasn't even like they were in like really floofy knitwear you know like they were just in like basically champion i just sweaters. love that like <laughs> she wrote like she wrote something like we're this annoying couple that wears matching outfits because we think we're cute together and then he posted which is like just earnest and very surfer vibes nothing annoying about being stoked loved matching with you <laughs> i love jonah hill i'm sorry i really do i know you do <laughs> 
they dressed up as they dressed up as minions together, which is pretty funny. I know he clapped yeah. back though recently because well, first of all, he clapped back about two different things. One of which I thought was useful, and one of which I thought was not. The useful one was people were commenting on his weight loss and like in and, mm-hmm. and, and he was like, like just don't. Hurts me, he yes. was like just don't talk about my body ever. Like whether you think I'm getting fat or skinny, like we just don't need to t- comment about bodies. That mm-hmm. was cool. Like love that. Love to say that. Right, especially for a guy to say that it seems it's like yeah, unfortunately it was unusual. A, a really f- yeah, a themy guy. A themy guy. That's oh, he's rare. a total themy guy. And then I guess somebody commented that him and his girlfriend quote unquote ruined surfing and he was like no what the fuck but I think that's one of the things where he's like reading the comments too hard like th- that is not a comment that should get to you ruined surfing no one even no. really knows that Jonah Hill is a big surfer I mean people know who people were annoyed but. that it's like oh I think it was I think like big surfer heads on the beach that he goes to were annoyed that he was going to oh, their area up. and like Hollywooding it up and they, they, he saw a bumper sticker that said Jonah Hill ruined surfing and got really annoyed by it. Which, yeah. I mean, I guess I would get annoyed if I really loved surfing and, or if I like loved, no, po- how about podcasting? If I saw a bumper sticker that said Bobby Finger ruined podcasting, I'd be a little sad. I'd text you and I'd cry, you know? I'm going to make the bumper sticker and put it on my car. <laughs> Bobby Finger ruined podcasting. Oh God! See, I'm already like, I'm already getting like really sad thinking about just the idea. I'm of sorry, that. you did not ruin podcasting. It was ruined way before you started. Don't worry. When did what's his? No, I'm not even gonna get. I'm not <laughs> I know what name involved. you're about Never to mind. say. <laughs> when did no, Michael Barbaro start? Is that yes. What <laughs> yeah. When did Michael yes. Barbaro okay. start? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. After us, 2017. After us. Okay. Great. So we didn't. Ruin he ruined it. We podcasting. Didn't ruin it. Okay. And we didn't. We didn't talk about God. We did the thing that we always do. Who is Sarah Brady? Who's gonna ruin surfing? It's gonna be me. Not fucking Jonah Hill. I'm gonna ruin surfing. <laughs> It's imminent. <laughs> Lindsay Weber ruined surfing. Sorry, I would put that bumper sticker on a car. I would put that bumper sticker on a car. I'm literally going to ruin surfing. That's Just funny. wait. Just you wait. All right. We didn't talk about who Sarah Brady is, his girlfriend. She's a normie. Um, we don't know much about her, but her Instagram bio is Anthropology of Climate Change and Human Solutions. Love she's her. a UC San Diego alum. She only links to, she's like a climate change activist. She's she literally a, a sea girly. It's perfect. And she's a she's like a mermaid. It's a great match. I think they're adorable. And, you know, I my love guess it. is My guess is that she just comes from a wealthy family and can just like vibe all day. And well, I think that that's she it. Lo- they both are very good at vibing. It's true. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can't, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I used Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low-dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit, they're not going to smell what's in the litter box. 
because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Neo way. I had a threesome with a mum and her daughter, but I don't regret it, says pop superstar Neo. Is that supposed to be like no way? Neo way. Yeah. Like no way. No way. Not a yeah, threesome Neo with way. a daughter and a mom. Yes. Like, hey, pull up. Tanami. She pulls up with the mother. Tanami. <laughs> So, so initially, I was like, okay, uh, is, she, is she dropping you off? And she said, well, I mean, if it's okay with you, she wants, she wants to stay. I'm like, oh. And he was on this show, um, Big, Big, Na- Big Nasty, the Big Nasty show. Why are you saying nasty? It's nasty. Nasty, but I know when I, when I watch it, like the, the English accent, it sounds like nasty. Okay, but you're you not know? English. You say nasty. Big nasty. Yeah. Big nasty. But it's spelled. I think it's more pleasurable to say big nasty. Yeah. Big nasty. Oh, I mean. big nasty. But I. Okay. Well, he's a and he's a rapper in the UK, and he was like he became famous post his music career because he was just a good talking head on like the BBC and all. He of their was channels. on Gogglebox, like, like the AKA the talking head. Like they have so many celebs who have been jumped off Gogglebox, which cracks me up because we don't even. We tried to have Gogglebox, but it didn't work. But and like we don't work. even have it a we work. don't have a Gogglebox equivalent anymore. But it's not just memes because there's a lot of stories about you online. It's, what's the worst like Gemma Collins story you've heard that is just like it's so not true. Well, to be honest, there's always a bit of truth in them. Oh, yeah. Don't say that. There's always a little bit. You don't say that. Right, can I talk real with you then? Go yeah. on. Boom. All right, mine's been Aaron talks about your tunnels on a lower level, yeah, on the streets, yeah? But there, there's words on the streets that, yeah, you had, like, you spent, like, two bags to fix your tunani. He's very beloved in that realm, and, like, Gogglebox was so uh, such a success for him that he got his own show that's been on for a few years on Channel 4 called The Big Nasty Show. And it's basically, like, the Graham Norton vibe, which I don't, they don't really do this in the United States. Like, the vibe where you have the host and then, like, a kind of a very, a like... panel. Uh, what am I trying to say? Cozy living room set where everyone just sort of hangs out and talks together, which I, I do really like. I think it's interesting that the America can't quite find a way to make that work, or maybe they've never really tried, um, or they haven't since like the 70s or 80s. Anyway, Neo was on it. And he said that he had a threesome with a woman and his daughter and her daughter and was like, I didn't know which was which. They were so they were both so hot. Like I couldn't tell which one was older and which one was younger. <laughs> I funny it's funny because this reminded me of this like w- another news blip where it was like Neo fucks to his own music and like TMZ mm-hmm. like had this out where it was like Neo's wife like puts his music on the playlist or whatever. I think that that's kind of fine, right? Isn't that I kind don't of know. cute? I think that's kind of weird. If it's if it's not if it's the person that he is fucking who's making that decision, it's a, it's cute. Sure, but if you were like fucking someone and the, you their music was on the playlist, you would be like. What? You know? Oh, I'm sorry. That's definitely cuter than, speaking of blind items, the presumably true blind item that was confirmed by, what, Us Weekly or People or Star a few years ago, that Leo DiCaprio fucks people by putting on Beats headphones and listening to MGMT privately. (laughs) 
the lady can't even hear it. No, that's that's just rude. That's not even nice. Would you rather get fucked in silence by Leo listening to MGMT on noise canceling headphones silence. or fucked as Neo plays while right, Neo is Right, at least we can you. both enjoy the Neo music together. Presumably, yes. I also like Neo if I'm fucking Neo. I'm like, oh, and Neo, I love your music or whatever. Maybe I don't, but whatever. Like, we're both enjoying it versus Leo not even wanting me to get to hear MGMT. No. Rude. That's selfish. Rude ass. That's selfish. <laughs> Rude ass. Also, this this last fun fact about Big Nasty. He's really close friends with Ed Sheeran. And Ed Sheeran is Big Nasty's kid's godfather. Everyone is. He has friends everywhere. Now, f- first and foremost, as a guest, like, you two are proper mates. Yeah, man. To the point where, like, like you guys chill at each other's houses and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's good friends with my parents. I'm good friends with his mum. And, yeah, uh, yeah uh, he- I'm the godfather of his daughter. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's uh. <laughs> you knew what you'd done by doing that. What do you mean? Hey, wait, no, it doesn't mean much. We're we've talked about Zara Larson a lot recently, meaning once, like in the past, like few episodes, because of but her stance on bowling. Time. Why? We fucked up. Remember, we recorded it. We recorded the segment, and then hours later, while you were editing it, you texted me like, "LOL." Once again, we talked about Zara Larson and never explained who she oh, is. Right. She's a pop star. She's Swedish. Well, this this she's a singer. When she was like, "I hate bowling," it didn't really speak to what her job was. But this of uh, this yes. actual news item that makes me laugh, which is that she made a million dollars on Roblox, is speaks to what she does, which is perform. She's a songwriter and a singer mm-hmm. and a performer. She made mm-hmm. over a million dollars on Roblox in a, at a Roblox concert in one day. Did Ava Max made over make over a million dollars? We don't know. It it remains to be seen. But Zara Larson like, did. Who, what cut did she get? Yeah, Zara Larson did make but over. But she million made it because she sold these like digital items, which cracked me up because the items are like messy bun hair and classic ZL hat and ZL backpack and rose gold sunglasses and no her mask ZL mask. mask. Your Roblox avatar can wear a Zara Larson mask. I want it in the Roblox universe. I want it. I don't, this is one of those things, again, I think you have to have kids um, or be a lot younger to understand Roblox closely, but I, I I, think it's very similar to Minecraft, but also in The Sims, also similar to The Sims because so much of the money is made by using real money to, to spend on fake Roblox money and then you buy stuff for your avatar you and your house. If you're a kid. Huh. You got a bill in the mail from Roblox for like $100 or something. Like your like your credit card was like Roblox $100. And you're like, what the fuck did you buy? Mm-hmm. And your kid revealed what they bought. And it's a Zara Larson messy bun wig and a Zara Larson backpack for their Roblox character. What would you do? I'd say, I'd say, well, at least they get it honestly. <laughs> like, I think that would be like, you're definitely my child. That's for sure. You know? If it were this, oh God, there are so many terrible things that the kids that's can true, do. That's like, true, that's true, that's true. If they get It's like, oh, you attended number, a virtual you know? Zara Larson concert in Roblox? Actually, shout out to you. Have fun, bye. <laughs> I'm going Would out. Would I punish them? <laughs> yes. Would I also say taste? Yes. <laughs> that's taste. Hi, Roblox. I'm Zara Larson, and I am absolutely thrilled to be here today celebrating my new album, Poster Girl, The Only Way I Know How. By lots and lots of dancing. This is the true, uh, the who gets the last laugh, right? Because the first version of this headline is Zara Larson sells all this crap on Roblox. Zara Larson does a Roblox concert. And we are like, LOL, that's such hooey behavior. Cut to a few months later. And then Zara Larson literally made a million dollars doing this. Literally made a million dollars. Wow. Fuck off. I actually make very smart business decisions. 
that capitalize on my very specific place in popular culture. I went on YouTube like, to look up the Zara Larson performance like so I could see it and it was really funny because all the YouTubers were like Zara Larson swore and like apparently the big <laughs> she's a child the big because they're child the big Children, like sorry. controversy of Zara Larson's performance on Roblox is that in the chat she said I fucking love rhubarbs and then she and then she said, sorry for swearing earlier. Ha ha. I didn't think it would get through. Because I guess like they, if you try and swear, they star it. Like it gets stuck in like a filter. But for some reason, Zara Larson, because she was perf- the performing artist, maybe like the star of the show, they forgot to put on her filter. So she just said, mm-hmm. I fucking love rhubarb. So now there's a big joke amongst all these like Roblox fans. They're like, rhubarbs, rhubarbs, rhubarbs. Yeah, well, Zara Larson tweeted after it happened a photo of her like sipping tea and it says, do you like rhubarbs? What's the tea? And all of her like young fans are like, etc. Like keyboard smash. That's cute though. Like I find that cute. She had like a she had like a viral moment within a viral moment, you know? Thank you so much for hanging out with me in the Swedish lake house. If you don't know already, you can jump in the pool. You can drive some boats. You can even go in my closet and play dress up. But before that, let's answer some questions that you guys have asked me. The Who version of Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian, which I refuse to discuss. I mean, it just hurts. At least here. We talked about it on the Patreon. It just like hurts my brain. Is Kanye West is maybe dating a model named Venetria? A one-named model named Venetria? A one-named model named Venetria who's very good at Twitter. But she, the funny thing about this is specifically the timing and the way that the source discussed the relationship in the um, page six story. I'm going to skip ahead to our inner doc really quickly because I thought this paragraph was telling. Sources tell page six that the flashing lights rapper who said in an interview taped last month that he still wants to be with his estranged wife, Kim Kardashian, has been hooking up with Venetria for a while now. Yeah. So this is them saying like, no, 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 no. This isn't some weird timing thing because of Pete Davidson. This has been happening for a long time, which is just very desperate and funny to me. I mean, she's just a character. I'm just glad to know her. I don't really care about him at, it, within this uh, within this news blip, but I do care about her. She's just really funny. Her tweets are hilarious. She tweeted on October 19th. I'm just so, so, so happy for Kourtney Kardashian. (laughs) (laughs) Is that when she was dating Kanye? Is that before? Is that after? Like, that's pretty funny to me. She's 22 years old also. So she's she's like pretty young and she's funny on Twitter. She's funny on Instagram. Her tweets are like Bella getting a Lindsay called them local. They're very local tweets, which is true. Bella getting a vampire BF and taken in by her vampire BF's vampire family. Like, bitch, why hasn't this happened to me? And then another one that says, if he wanted to be nine foot for you, he would, which is extremely local Twitter. If you search these and tell me that they were stolen, I wouldn't be surprised. They're very local. They're very they're very of the brand of Twitter. They get a lot of RTs. We love it. I will say she has a few famous followers. I went to her Instagram. She has like 400,000 followers. She has a lot, but I think she recently like restarted her entire Instagram profile because she only has like 12 photos. But she's followed by Stassi Baby, Tyrese, Amelia Hamlin, uh, who else is here? Delilah Hamlin. So I think that they might be friends, but they're also in the same industry. And Vinny Guagadino. Sure, sure, sure. A great collection of people mm-hmm. who follow her. Speaking of models, speaking of models, we got two new models. Jody Turner-Smith and Josh Jackson are now modeling for J. Crew. Is this who we are, Themi? I think it's arguably who we are modeling for J. Crew. I kind of think it's Themi. These two, it's Themi. When's the last time you saw... Any sort of name celebrity who or them do this high profile of a spread for J. Crew. But it's like a bit. 
it's referring to the 1998 J. Crew catalog that Dawson's Creek did, which was like a whole thing if you were alive then and you cared. It was like a whole thing that it was like the whole J. Crew catalog was the Dawson's Creek kids. So this is the mm-hmm. reference to that. So in a way, while yes, they are modeling for J. Crew, which is like kind of hooey for two stars who are pretty big, I would say. These are big stars. She was just at the Gucci thing. Like she's not like wearing necessarily J. Crew all the time. Mm-hmm. And of course they're showing off. They love to show off that they're like a happily, you know, they're a happy couple. They love to show off how Your favorite thing about them is that they're like the, like Jody and Josh are like the kind of opposite in terms of like aesthetic as his ex, uh, what's her face, Diane and Norm. What's his name? Norman. 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 Norm is funnier though. Norm. I bet she calls her, I bet she calls him Norm. Why wouldn't she? I just think that like Norman and Diane are pure chaos. Like I, I believe both of these relationships. I think both parties, by which I mean Josh and Diane, got exactly what they wanted, and that both sides are really happy. It's just that Josh and Jody are like sweetie, approachable, relatable. You J love Crew, to see them. PG like J Crew love it. PG yeah. rated, but like sexy, but like still very sexy. Mm. Like they are sexual. Mm. Like I think there are a lot of like. I feel like J. Crew is very is almost very chaste in a way. Like it's weird to think of J. Crew as something even remotely. I sexy. think they talk about sex, but they're not sexual. There's a difference. They're they still keep somehow keep it very Hallmark movie while even being like hubba hubba, my husband's hot. <laughs> so you can't, you know, I would argue. Meanwhile, Norman Reedus and Diane Kruger are like NC-17, but not even just for sex, but like like pure chaos and violence, like disturbing imagery is would would be in the would be in the like reason okay. for being NC-17. Not That's violence like, chaos like mode, that. And they seem like so happy. Like you just mean like no, chaotic like, images. Bias, violence and like the twister definition of the word. Like there's a thought of cloud and everything's moving around and getting crazy in the landscape. Okay, like. These two are F5 tornadoes. And I think that it's cute that both sides got what they wanted. They found their perfect partners. And the photos are so fun. Like the photos, they're like in on the joke. I don't know. Something about it rings hooey to me. There's something like the whole thing feels like a gag. It just seems like a gag. Right, but that's what I think makes it themmy. They don't need this work. It's just like it is like it's like brand building, not like. Maybe the act of doing it is hooey, but because it's them, they are making it themmy. Moving on to a couple that is actually hooey. Madeline Klein and Chase Stokes were, quote, trying to work it out for quite some time before split, colon, what went wrong? What did, what went wrong? Well, Lindsay, you pointed this out, and it actually took me a second to realize what your complaint was about this. But here's Us Weekly source quoting. The source adds that Madeline, who dated Chase for over a year before the two called it quits, is, quote, just kind of living her single girl moment. They both have busy schedules, which made it hard for them to spend a lot of time together. And Lindsay pointed out, they have the same job. They're, They're co-workers. The co-workers. <laughs> they met because they were love interests on the show. On the Outer, Outer Banks. Banks. And they are still on that show. That is their job. They are co-workers. It made it hard for them to spend a lot of time together on the same set. I mean, anyway, maybe Madeline's... they're working on other stuff right now separately, but they are co-workers. <laughs> co-workers. I had never heard of these people before, and I've never seen that show. Co-workers. I never heard of them, but people were... Speaking of couples, here's a headline from the Daily Mail. Sonia Kruger confirms she had a secret husband. The Big Brother host says she was divorced twice by her 40s, but only one of her former spouses was publicly known. Who? 
Sonia Kruger, she hosts Big Brother in, in Australia. She's a big Australian um, like TV personality who like hosts everything. She got famous because she was in the movie Strictly Ballroom, which I have not seen. Mm. But now she's just like a big Daily Mail Australia figure. Mm-hmm. She loves attention. Mm-hmm. She loves press. Mm-hmm. She's on television all the time. Mm. Anyway, all this is to say, I made a quick game for you based on the many, 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 many headlines she has gotten in the past couple of months. It's quick. It's multiple choice, but I think it could be fun. How about this, Lindsay? You ready? I'm you ready. ready? Okay. I know nothing about this woman. So, Sonia Kruger, 56, puts on a stunning display and a figure-hugging frock at the Tab Everest race day. But there's one bizarre detail from her chic ensemble that's impossible to miss. What is the bizarre detail? A, her nail polish. B, her missing sleeves. C, a stain on her dress. Or D, a nip slip. A stain? No, it was her nail polish because her entire outfit is cream colored, but she's wearing pale blue nail polish. And the caption says, hard to miss. Sonia wore a pale blue toenail polish on her feet, which was noticeably at odds with the rest of her outfit. Damn, that's fucked. Absurd. How dare she? Absurd. Big Brother host Sonia Kruger reveals the one thing she never wanted her six-year-old daughter to ask her. A, where babies come from, B, for a sister, C, for a cat, or D, for her to start hosting the masked dancer. Uh, A. B, she didn't want her daughter to ask her for a sister, which is what her daughter did, okay? Then we have Sonia Kruger steps out in minimal makeup to run errands in the affluent Sydney suburb of Mosman. I clicked that and saw this line at the top. The blank-born bombshell appeared to be on a mission as she walked, balancing the designer Bianca Spenderbag on one arm while clutching her car keys in the other. And I was like, excuse me, what is the name of the place she's I from? I love Australian okay. place names. Australian place names are iconic. They and so are. I'm going to give you four real Australian place names, and you're going to tell me which one Sonia Kruger is from. A, Useless Loop. B, Mount Buggery. C, Toowoomba. Or D, Bubble Bubble. <laughs> which of these real Australian towns is Sonia Kruger from? Is it C, Toowoomba? It is C. Toowoomba, Ugh. which uh, is an indigenous word meaning either, depending on who you ask, I looked it up, either swamp or spring. Ooh, okay? well, that's a bubble, huge bubble, difference, gotta say. It's a huge, yeah. Big Brother host Sonia Kruger admits she stacked on COVID kilos in her muffin top region no. during lockdown and reveals her guilty pleasure snack. Lindsay, what is her guilty pleasure snack? A. Tim Tams. B. Peanut butter sandwiches. C. Lady Gaga Oreos. Or D. Vegemite popsicles. Ew, um, Tam Tams? No, peanut butter sandwiches. The voiced host, Sonia Kruger, admits she's, quote, so jealous of blank. Who is blank? A, Naomi Watts, B, Nicole Kidman, C, Isla Fisher, or D, Bindi Irwin? It better be. It better be Nicole Kidman. Is she on there? It's Nicole Kidman because of the, the rest of the headline is about something that Keith Urban did that she admired. So she's jealous of Nicole Kidman. Okay. Okay. She loves revealing secrets. She loves revealing secrets. So here are some headlines about secrets being revealed. Age-defying Sonia Kruger, 56, admits she can no longer, quote, survive on pizza and champagne as she reveals the secrets to her incredible physique. Okay. What are her secrets? A, sleep. B, exercise. C, eating salmon, nuts, broccoli, and cherries. Or D, eating hot chips as a treat on occasion. <laughs> C? Uh, the answer is all of the above. No. Sleep, exercise, salmon, nuts, broccoli, cherries, hot chips as a treat on occasion. Those are her secrets. Okay. More secrets. These are all about secrets. Broccoli. Sonia Kruger strips down to a black bra and flimsy blazer as she poses with no pants on and reveals the secret to her age-defying figure. 
is her secret? A, relaxing, B, swimming, C, cooking, or D, personal trainers, nutritionists, fillers, Botox, cool sculpting, and other non-invasive beauty procedures. Okay, well, D seems like a little bit of a smart-ass answer. I'm going to say swimming. No, her her secret to her age-defying figure is A, relaxing. <laughs> she just said <laughs> I couldn't believe Fair. her. I was like, oh my God. Fair. Okay, age-defying Sonia Kruger reveals the surprisingly simple workout and diet secrets behind her incredible no. figure. Okay, which of these is not one of her secrets? Oh my God. A, eat vegetables, salads, and lean protein, but also enjoy treat days. Two, B, sorry, B, enjoy everything in moderation. C, consume foods that are nutritious. <laughs> or D, the only liquid one must drink is Vanessa Hudgens' cactus water brand, Cali Water. <laughs> D. D, you got that right. Okay, you got that right. Two more secrets. Big Brother host Sonia Kruger reveals the secret to going all the way on the Channel 7 reality hit. Her secret is like she killed someone and buried them in like the salt mines. Like, what is the secret? The secret to winning Big Brother is Uh, A, they need to remain neutral. B, they need to be able to lie. C, they need to have a sense of humor. Or D, they need to be Tiffany Pollard. (laughs) Lie. No, it's A, they need to remain neutral. That's the secret to winning Big Brother. And the last question, which is a segue for our next segment... The voice host, Sonia Kruger, hits back at claims Australians have no talent and reveals what surprised her most about coach Rita Ora. (laughs) Is the thing that surprised her most about Rita Ora, A, she made me laugh, B, she's so kind, C, she's well-educated and articulate, (laughs) or D, she wore the most interesting top I'd ever seen in my life? (laughs) Okay, I know it's not the top. It's got to be, is it that she's articulate? That's rude. It's that she's articulate. Oh Isn't that the weirdest thing you've God, ever fucking read? Sonia. She's well-educated and articulate. Oh I was like, that's I what surprised you, now, you that Rita Ora could speak a sentence. Anyway, I hate Sonia Kruger now. Let's do Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Unfortunately, there's not a lot of Rita, like, there's not a lot of, like, Rita smart in this, uh, in this uh, segment. <laughs> Rita is smart and well-educated. I mean, Rita is well-educated and articulate. It's like, awful, Rita goes awful, awful, awful. smart and well-educated as she dons a skin-tight top and shares a glamorous transformation video. That's not the real, I just made that up. No, she went makeup free. She went makeup free. She also posed for playful snaps and a smiley face t-shirt and beanie hat as she hangs out with Jonathan Ross while filming The Masked Singer. Well, she's in the UK briefly, maybe. She was in New York. She's in the she's in the UK. She's now like just hopping around like there's no tomorrow. Like there's no restrictions for Rita. She's just popping around. Rita Ora sends temperatures soaring in a busty crossover dress as she gives behind the scene glimpse at her new music video. But what song? I think that this means, I think it's a new song. I think it's not on the Bang EP. Oh. I think it must be. That made me excited. Also, who else could wear what she's wearing in this? Not me. This is the most Rita Ora outfit I've seen. It somehow in a has while. long sleeves and reveals her top and bottom of her boobs. You know, it's incredible. She's incredible. Under boob, upper boob, cutouts, long sleeve. She could wear this indoors at the ALO Yoga Winter event or outdoors at the ALO Yoga Winter event. It's appropriate in any season. This is the most confusing outfit. Maybe she was um, there. It's very Rita Ora. Yeah, I love it. What's Maybe the last? She was there. What's the last item? This headline from Uprock. Tessa Thompson called the photos of her with Taika Waititi and Rita Ora a, quote, gross invasion 
violation of privacy, but she found one, quote, fun silver what lining. What a weird headline. Just cut it off at privacy. Weird. And so here's what she said. So while I didn't love being embroiled in all that, I think the public discourse around it was at least interesting in terms of people celebrating that people can have a fun and free time and that's okay. So she was basically saying... I hated that those photos were taken, but I appreciated that people seemed to be pretty sex positive. I mean, that's in true. The, that. the response Which to the photos true. was like, get it. Like, LOL, we love this. So funny. So free. So, like, modern. Yeah, girl. Like, And, like, I, I'd i be there. Like, the response was like, oh, I'd, I'd be number four. You know, like, people were like, seems fun. Seems fun. And also, I kind of feel like, Tessa, if you're hanging out with Rita and Taika, the cameras are going to, they call them. They call the cameras. So mm-hmm. I'm not... I'm not entirely sure that calling it a gross invasion of privacy is accurate. You should ask your friends. If that's the case, then maybe it is. I hope you have a great November 9th. I hope you have a great week. Call in at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show. Who's there? Look out for Ann Dowd. If she's coming into your house, if she wants to come in, just leave. Let her have the time. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing our Rita theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research assistant, for researching and assisting. Um, thank you to all of our patrons for supporting us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for bonus content, um, including bonus episodes, newsletters, commentaries, stuff like that. You can sign up if you want to. Thank you to everyone who rates and reviews us on Apple Podcasts. We love your ratings and reviewings. And um, come see us on tour on our final dates. We can't wait. Whoweekly.us slash live. Bye. Bye. You or Jayla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they wanna know. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Come on, come on. Hey. I want to be famous.